Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. It's not just the thought that counts. It's your thought. Because no matter how much time you spend picking out the perfect gift, the only thing they'll really care about is that it's from you. Here's to experiences they'll continue to cherish. Season after season. Make this December one to remember. Together. Click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. You are listening to the 1420 Sports Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more with your host, Brent Radlinski and Dave Van Robes. Listen in as we talk everything happening in the world of sports from a beer drinker's perspective. It's just like sitting in the sports bar, but with your pants off. Sports, beer, and shenanigans. So sit back, grab a few beer, and let's get into it. 1420 Sports Podcast, show 198, May the 2nd, 2022. Dave, the Stanley Cup playoffs started tonight. Uh, hockey south and north of the border. It's uh, the it's all the 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 hubbub and all the uh, all the goings on in the sports world right now. But the big news down south of the border. I don't know what parallel that is down there in Whitefish, Montana. But the Fort McLeod Selects came back with Casey's Cup with a four and the record down at the uh, old timers tournament down there. The the pride of Fort McLeod. We did her uh, for four four wins, two uh, two snoozers, two really close games. Uh, a lot of fun was had down by all down in Whitefish, Montana over the weekend. Been a long time since I've been down there, uh, even longer time for some other people. But all in all, we uh, we got into her a little bit on Friday night. But in general, she was a, a really good time. Some achy bones across the board. Uh, now for, for myself, plus the other guys, the, our average age is about 48, 49 years old on the squad. But uh, all in all, we had a good time. Uh, drank probably a little bit too much on Friday night and got into it. But uh, like I said, all in all, we had a really good time. Well, good for you guys. Uh, good for uh, getting down there, dusting off the, blowing the dust off the, the, the equipment, and then going down there represented and, and, and bringing that Casey's Cup uh, back north of the border. At least uh, there's some kind of hockey championship trophy that that resides on on the good side of the. There you go. It's been a long time. The Stanley Cup playoffs are going started tonight. The, uh, the Leafs came up with a great big uh, game one uh, victory. The Oilers, are cold, of course, are losing right now, but we'll get into our predictions later on in the show. Uh, Dave, the biggest thing I noticed down when, when, I, we, when we were down south over the weekend was the draft coverage. We talked about it last Wednesday on the show, how the draft, nobody knows how it's going to turn out. But uh, we talked about it ad nauseum uh, last week about the draft and how ridiculous it, it is that people, uh, not, not that follow it because they're, they're into their sports fans and they get it, but how you don't know until a, 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 a player plays for a team and how they gel with their team and everything else and how this guy does this and how that guy does that and the, uh, the, the strength conditioning of these guys. But to me, Dave, the, the, the three-day coverage of that draft down when I was down there, I've been, been around it before, but to me, it was absolutely ridiculous. It was on TVs all over everywhere all weekend long. We talked about it. At, at, well, I don't even know if we talked about it at nauseum because uh, I don't like talking about it because I think it's one of the most ridiculous made for TV. Let's pretend we care and know something when we don't. The professionals, the, 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 the GMs, the scouts, the coaches. The Mel Kuyper juniors of the world. Oh, Christ. What a made up industry. Let's talk about this draft so much and put it on TV and sell tickets and get people to buy hotel rooms for, for what, for what They're like, this is yes. Yes. This is where teams get made. There's like decisions made and, and, and players you pick and trades that are made <clears throat> has a direct um, factor in, in what happens to, to the franchise in the year to come. And in, in years to come, if you hit the right ones, 
but you just don't know. Like, why, why be so excited? It's, 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 it's such a big nothing burger and the football public just eats it up. The, the NFL is just spoon feeding them all this content. And they don't, they don't even know what content matters anymore. They just want to watch it because it's the NFL. You know, I, I was listening to something, Dave, today. I can't remember what station was on. doesn't much matter a whole bunch. But the um, like the Philadelphia Flyers had a rough season. The Winnipeg Jets had a rough season. Now Hockey League, as the playoffs going on, Oilers just tied it up 2-2. It looks like a last shot wins kind of a, a job here. But they, they were talking about the uh, their draft picks and guys they have. And if they if they get the first overall pick or if they end up with the, the third overall guy, hockey is so much different, maybe because I know more about it, but hockey is just so much more different in the fact that all these players, like sometimes you don't want the first overall guy, or you don't want the fifth overall guy because it doesn't mean anything to it, to your team that you've been building for a while already. And to end up with the, the third overall pick, who's supposed to be this guy insert name here. Sometimes it actually has more harm than good to get this player because your team doesn't necessarily need him, but they have got guys slated for such a position. And I think football is the same way. Yes, they, they do drop by position a little bit more, but eventually you do have to just draft the best available player. It's once they get into the later, the, the, like after probably round two or three, how can there be a best available player? Like it would seem you, I don't know. Like the talent pool is so deep. What is there? 250 um, college programs in the States. <clears throat> times that by 40 to a hundred players per team. Like there's just so much talent. There's so many players out there. I don't, you can't have such in-depth intel that you would really know exactly what you're going to be doing and what you're getting, because I would guess like, so like, so you're looking for uh, DB help and in the third, fourth round, like what, you're going to see your scorecards. You're going to see the report cards, what it has. Like, and then like, what's, what's your intangible that you're going to be picking this player over that player with your, with the 99th pick, like where the the 99th pick could easily be 125th pick. Well, there was one on, there was one on, I think it was Friday night that Belichick and the Patriots ended up taking some guy from Southeastern Chattanooga state or something. And I I was actually pretty close on that, on that team name in the, in the first round and the LA Rams were kind of joking about the next day saying, Well, we wasted a bunch of time and money looking at this guy. So we thought he would be a third, a third, maybe a fourth rounder. They didn't have a pick until those until those rounds. So they don't have a pick in the first two rounds, and they were laughing about it. So it's it's such a fucking crapshoot. And why fans get so worked up about because if a fan knows this much about every college player and every college team, if they're reading these 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 stat lines and these what this guy can do and that guy can do, hey, all the power to them. But man, oh man, I hope that they're billionaires too in the stock market because they can probably study the stock market a lot more and, and making money on that than worried about the, the fifth round pick to, to their their beloved Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. You know, and, and today I was uh, just, I, re- I read an article and just like draft grade because you're always, you're always, I still am curious to see how the Broncos did. And you just look, I would say like on, on the, on the two articles I read that where they graded each team on the draft, two thirds of the teams received an A. Like some teams, so that's and, impossible because then every team would be an A. Exactly. Like, and I'm not lying. So you're, just, like, so you're just drafting guys. Yeah, like A, 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 and like, and some teams got a C. One of the teams that got a C was uh, was the. Um, the the New England Patriots and it seems to me that that's that that's been traditionally a strength of the Belichick coaches them up and who knows because we're going to find out in six months times we don't have a fucking clue how good they did but we're going to find out how good they did because we're going to see how many of those players are are on the roster and and contributing uh, members of of the franchise going forward. 
it's yeah it's just odd to me that it was there's so like i mean it's jesus we like in canada we watch hockey a lot more than we, we watch football obviously and the, the hockey draft doesn't get that kind of a uh a thing they, they actually broke it down they had the first round on on friday night now for the nhl and then that's it and then everybody else after that nobody actually cares they actually they actually tell players to not even go to the draft because we just want to get through it and be done with it like it that's how the did the, the, the different business i i get that did they part two i'm going to take away from the football part of the weekend it was a mainly hockey weekend down down south there with the guys but uh there, there was a a new fledgling league i think it's a usfl Part six. Now they're on. Um, they were on TV on, on Sunday afternoon. We we're having a uh, bite to eat before we left town. Uh, before we left Montana, there was eight people in stands, and for some reason it was on TV. And I don't know what the reasoning is because uh, there's NBA playoffs going on. When you start going up against playoff teams or playoff games, that's I don't think that's a recipe for success. That you're going because the NBA is a well-established league, and yeah, I don't not a huge NBA guy, but if it's a playoff game, it's close. I'll watch it. I'm not I'm not tuning in to watch some fledgling football league that I don't even know where the teams are from. Yes, you you have to start from somewhere. I get that, but to go up against NBA playoffs, that's not a recipe for success, in my opinion. To uh, to go up against NBA playoffs and then to go up against the NFL draft which was still on. Yeah. So the football fans are watching the draft, like the, the Keeners. I I get it that uh, football is King. I get it that that is one big piece of pie and there should be some crumbs enough for another league. I, I don't know. I don't even know what cities have franchises. I have, I don't know if it's a five team league or if it's a 12 team league. I don't have a clue about that league. For some makes, reason, I think most of the teams play the same stadium, but they're called something different for now. And I don't know why I'm, I'm saying that, but I read that somewhere that most of them, they, they play most of their games out of Birmingham prep, whatever. Okay. And they're, they're, and, they're and they're trying to get more stadiums and they're trying to get more. Um, I could be wrong. I could be 100% wrong. But for some reason, I read that and I was like, that's, I, I remember it because I thought that's really, really, really strange. That they would do that. So it's it's a league, but like it's a centralized league. So like yes. which one and, they're, and, they're, and they're trying to grow it to these fan bases on television first before they pay for leases and everything else. I, I believe I could be 100 percent wrong, but for some reason I thought I think I read that. I mean, I make there's a lot of voices in my head that hear a lot of different shit. Well, so, you know, and that makes actually makes a bit of sense. You can you gotta you they're they're pumping up the product before they sell a franchise for it, right? Like so. Which, which I understand, and that makes sense because football ain't a cheap thing. And, and I don't know what kind of I, – I imagine they're just begging people to put this on TV for free. You can't really – they got to be working on sponsorship money and, and maybe a couple benefactors that have a, a hard-on against the NFL because I don't know – you can, A, a it's, 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 you're never going to compete with the NFL – if they can find some way to put a, a a quality product on the field and prove themselves to be a developmental league for players that for one reason or another aren't able to fulfill their college op, uh, obligations or they are out of draft uh, sorry out of uh, college eligibility it it makes sense to me that that you would want players to keep playing football and develop the game but i'm not going to watch it like that's what ncaa is for come the fall i don't want to watch i don't want to watch players i've never heard of playing for a team i've never heard of playing for a trophy i don't care about well and every it's 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 odd that you would you would choose this time of year to have it because when baseball's first getting going because it's still you know, that's a very regional sport. So you have X amount of people watching, watching uh, baseball. You have X amount of people watching the basketball playoffs, like I said. And then now the hockey playoffs are on. And then you're going up against the draft. Yes, there, there might be people be a bit starved for, the, for, for football. But I don't think, like, football's king. But I don't think that people are that starved for another league. I, I really, I think that it's a reach. If somebody with uh, 
smaller brains than, than a bank account is coming up with something and just hoping because if, if, if I think it's on Fox, I, I don't see this, this lasting. I really don't. It's, it's been tried time and time and time again. If they want to do this thing, I, I, the thing that makes the most sense to me would be that world league, the, that European league, because I do believe London and Germany and like the, you can put six, seven teams in there and, and play on a, in a decent side. You don't have to, you don't have to play in the 70,000 seat arenas because it's, it's, it's folly to think that you're going to be putting that many asses in the seats. It just doesn't make sense. And you know, well, people a lot richer than me think this might be a something to go with, but it, it would be, it. It, it would be a comparison Dave to, for, for Canadian owners, of NHL teams that, who get 20,000 no matter what. And even Tampa gets some big crowds and, and Nashville gets huge crowds. It'd be like uh, having, I don't want to say NHL Europe because it's, it is big and, and hockey is big in Sweden. But let's just say, if look, let's just do NHL London or NHL England or NHL Scotland to say, there's no way this, can, there's no way this will, this, this will fail. Like, well, no, only certain people like certain things. If it's new to have 20,000 seat arenas, you're not, go- you're not going to get it. You're just not. Ireland and, and England and Scotland and wherever else, they don't give a shit. So to, 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 uh, just to add to a new league because you, you, you think you can, I think that there's people with, with more, more money than brains who are trying to do this on a consistent basis. Yeah, it stands to reason. There's... No care factor in the in the emotion. Like you're just now you're the guy going to a bantam hockey game and just oh there's there's this team's in town. I'm just gonna stand up on the top and and watch some 16 year olds play hockey because I like hockey, not because I want to pay to go like whatever if it's five bucks again and no big deal. But I want to watch hockey. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's, fresh for everyone. But football is different. You can't just do that. Oh, you really football. can't. It's 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 odd. I I don't know. I I don't think they'll last a, another year. I think it's ridiculous that they're doing it. And then to go up against the the NFL draft like they did over the weekend, I think it's ridiculous. Anyways, Dave, we're coming up on show number two hundred, probably sometime early next week, or maybe on the weekends to decide how we're going to go about doing it. But one ninety eight is tonight. Uh, you got something uh, brewing for uh, the uh, baseball trivia thing. Not sure how we're going to to do this but you you told me you're doing something that which is uh greatly appreciated you get something brewing for that for maybe show 200 and we'll get to get something going the 14 20 sports podcast four beer sports talking a whole lot more 14 20 sports podcast four beer sports talking a whole lot more dave today we uh i think we called it this, well this time last year robinson cano when he was suspended for uh ped use he's probably on his way out of the league uh, I was the fortune to to see him as a Yankee, as a Seattle Mariner, and even as a, a Brooklyn Cyclone in his career. Uh, a few years back, me and the sister and brother went down to Coney Island where the Cyclones were playing. This happened to be a game that day, and we went and caught a few winnings. Um, today, he was basically – well, he was. He was DFA'd and bought out and see you later. And fuck you, the Mets said. We, uh, see you, don't want to be a you're, – you're not around anymore – He's owed $48 million on his deal still for the last two years. It was a big contract he signed in 2014. Dave, you've seen it with the, the Trevor Bauer situation. It's a different situation than, than what the, uh, the, the Cano is. 
but you see a lot more teams getting out of these big deals that they know that they made mistakes on and that they know they're, that they, they're, they're making more baseball decisions, it seems, that are better for their team and not just throwing money at problems. Dave, you see that the Cano deal happening today with him gets the deal. Like he's owed $48 million. And from what I read, uh, Steve Cohen, the owner of the match, who's got deep, deep pockets. We've talked about it on the show before. He's got 14 billion cash dollars in the bank. Um, do you think that baseball decisions are going to start usurping, just throwing money at problems, and that GMs are actually going to have to do a little bit of homework? And do you think players are going to take notice when they want a 10-year deal that they ain't getting them? Yeah, it's, it comes to one of those things where we, we've talked about it on the show on more than one contract. The sticking point seems to be that eighth, ninth, tenth year because it doesn't take a rocket scientist to, to know that a, a 38-year-old player is not good as good as a 34-year-old player. When you when they sign these big deals, sure, like it's a it's a ton of dough, but you know that's what that's what a superstar costs you in the peak of their career. To be paying big dollars for declining talent that everybody knows is not coming back. It's not an off year when you're 37. If you have an off year when you're 37 and then aren't having a great year on when you're 38, you know, 39 is not going to be any better either because you're, you're, you're a deteriorating asset. And that's what, that's what it is. And, and it takes, a lot of dough and a bit of moxie to say thanks for your service. Your checks won't bounce. They'll be in the mail, but Robinson been nice knowing you. We'll take care of you. Well, the thing was he lost 20 sheets last year for his second PED offense, right? So he couldn't, he had to go to camp this year to get that last. Cause he, I don't care how many uh, $20 million contracts he got, how many years he signed. If you lose $72 million, you feel it. I, 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 I still think you feel it no matter what. You could have made 120 before that when you lose a 72 on the back end. And because that, that's the last of your earnings, that's it. I mean, they have other investors, obviously. I, I get that. But when you lose, if you lose 72 million, that's something because by the time the agent gets his, and because he's part of that Jay Z, the Rock J, whatever it's called, um, agency, um, they take their percentage and this guy gets his percentage. And when you lose 72 million bucks, Cano would feel it. So he's kind of, he might be thankful that he got DFA today. Well, is that what you want as an aging superstar? Well, not aging, aged, because it's clear that he's, he's not. To have that kind of brand name, that kind of career behind you, obviously a couple um, uh, a steroid or PED suspensions. Would you rather get paid to stay home or would you rather get out there and take your hacks and just become a shell of the, of the former player you once were? Oh man. I don't know. Cause if, if you're only as good as your last game, right. And people remember you, the shell of yourself. I think Dave, I'd rather people remember me for how good I once was not, Especially in the, in Cano's instance, when he was he was a really really good Yankee, and he made a huge mistake when he left the Yankees in 2014. Jeter's last year, he could have signed a, a I think it was a, he was offered a seven year deal, and he didn't take it because he, he got the ten out of Seattle. It didn't turn out where the shit for him. That I think that got, we're talking about Cano um, exclusively on this little situation here. That man made a huge mistake leaving New York. And his legacy was tarnished pretty much about three, four years into that deal with Seattle because they couldn't wait to get rid of him. He wasn't leaving the, the crowd and the fan base that he did have in New York, uh, the Dominican crowd, the Dominican fan base that, that there is with, with the Yankees going to a predominantly uh, Caucasian fan base in Seattle. It was different. The, mar the marketing isn't the same that he could have gotten in New York. The, the money he lost out on by not signing that seven-year deal in New York, I think really hurt his legacy. And maybe him going out the way he did now, not playing for two more years, might actually be better because two more years of a, a guy who had PED problems and everything else, um, 
going out that way might even be better because two more years of really being shitty, I think would have been worse. Yeah, trying to take that horse out to the back and put it out of its out of its misery. When boo, I see the horse, boo reacts sports in Fort McLeod, man. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't mean uh, Cano the person. I mean Cano the career. Yeah. His career is done. Like the like it, if as an effective player, he's clearly done. And and it takes some moxie, some balls. It takes uh, deep pockets for an owner to actually say, "Well, it, it, let's get rid of him then." Let's get rid of him. What good is he doing? Is he like this? Also tells me that. Well, no, it doesn't tell me that. I'm wondering what kind of guy he is in the clubhouse. I'm wondering. Apparently, they love him. Apparently, yeah. Oh, okay. And and that yeah. I don't know. But you know the the point you made with him leaving the the Yankees that the Yankees teams he made his bones with. You know he had protection in the lineup, like before and after, like Seattle. Those were some lean years he played in Seattle. Seattle did not have a good team. And I don't care how good you are, when you're the only bat in the lineup, that's a little bit dangerous. They're going to find ways to to keep that ball off your bat. Instead of getting 15 pitches to hit in a a three-game series, you're going to get two, right? Right. And yeah. so it's just a different a different way of going about things. Like RBI, maybe, yeah, RBI opportunity. You know, as we get deeper into the yeah. baseball season, I think you're going to see uh, Vladdy Jr. and Bobachet's already feeling it with with the the Blue Jays right now. He's not seeing the pitches to hit. He's struggling a little bit because he's not getting the uh, the same things he was. I know they're only twenty some games in the season, but and man, things change and the way with the uh, the the lineups, they the way they construct them and the way pitching is now, and they can just you know they'll they'll pitch around and give you one pitch to hit a lot different and Cano I think felt like he's like that's a very good point Dave that Cano felt that that he didn't have those bats protecting him in the lineup and the the money he probably thought he was getting on the front end um with a guaranteed con 10-year contract he probably would have got that money in endorsements in New York City I compared to Seattle yes Yes, campaign, uh, uh, promotional campaigns are now uh, national campaigns, but Seattle's not New York. And I think the bit like what in my, in my years being a Yankee guy, I think that's the one player that really probably regrets leaving the Yankees. You have to assume because, you know, this was, um, you mentioned with Jay Z's new, like this. Does JC that Rock Nation, whatever? Do they still? That's what it was, Rock Nation. Yeah. Do do they still represent athletes? Because I believe so. You don't hear about it very much. You don't hear about it very much anymore because I think Cano, even though as sexy as an idea as this was back in the day, because that was because he was the first guy to be with Rock Nation, right? I re- yeah, and I, that's what I remember too. There was a lot of pressure from Rock Nation to say, "No, we're signing a big deal, and I don't give a shit where we." Sign. You're gonna be, you're gonna be our first gonna, once. We're gonna get more guys, and we'll make our percentage off you and everything else. Blah blah blah. Right, you're gonna be the one that, so we can tell everybody, look, we can get you max, though, even though we are fledgling and new and what have you. So, um, he he got he got a little starry eyed. He probably he believed. Um, they pumped his tires a bit and he believed it. And he went, like you mentioned, he was a great player, but all things considered at the end of the day, when, when your productivity dies off for nothing, for no deterioration of your talent, it's just, you simply don't have the teammates around you to, to be able to put up the numbers that you were, that you had in New York. So, you know, was it a bad idea? Like, you know, legacy-wise, career-wise, excuse me, probably. But for uh, De Niro's in the bank account, I think he's doing okay. He'll be fine. Dave, Friday night, the uh, speaking of the Mets, geez, the Mets are all the rage. Friday night, the Mets threw the uh, first no-hitter of the season. It was a uh, five-pitcher combined no-hitter with six walks. It didn't, it only caught my uh, radar because on sun, on Saturday morning, I was just catching up on baseball, checking up on some scores. And I saw no hitter on the, uh, on the, on the ticker. And then, so I clicked on it on the Apple, Apple TV and it was a five or five or six, five pitcher, six walks. I don't consider that a thing. I don't even think the players considered it a thing because 
when they were doing the uh, celebration afterwards, you know, when they jump up and down in, in a circle, they were, it was an awkward jumping around in a circle. Do you think even the players care? The only team that should care in that deal is probably the team that got no hit because they did get no hit. Should the players on the defensive side of the ball for the New York Mets make a deal of this at all? I do not think so. I do not, not one how, bit. How, how can you really? Like, how can you? Five pitchers? Like, that's... Yeah. You, 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 you can't because it's... Yeah, it's something to be celebrated when one person does it, uh, possibly two, but like a seven, like a, a five pitcher effort. That's Six just, walks. Yes, yes, it's it's ridiculous. Um, yeah, it go like the, I, a team got no hit, but there wasn't no there wasn't a no hitter thrown. That's very, very good. That's kind of the way I thought about it too, Dave. Anyways, 1420 Sports Podcast. We're proud to team up with SeatGeek and SeatGeek.com, the SeatGeek app. Make sure you guys want to get some tickets to your next upcoming sport event or concert or wherever you're going to this summer. Man, we're getting closer and closer to summer, Dave. Felt like it today a little bit. Until we get to nighttime, then she cools down still. But anyways, if you go into a sporting event or a concert this summer, make sure you use the SeatGeek app or SeatGeek.com and use uh, promo code 1420POD. That's one four two zero pod. Get twenty bucks off your first purchase, Dave. Uh, what's the first one you're going to go to this this summer? What, what what's on the horizon? What do you got going on? Oh, probably a a, a Bulls game, but I don't think I'm going to have to use the Seat Geek app for that. No, you really, I, really won't. Uh, the wife and I are bringing the boy to Dave Matthews Band at the Gorge in um, uh, September long weekend, but I already have tickets for that yeah. uh, hopefully something pops up and then i'll have a chance to uh use that 1420 promo code uh, save go. myself 20 bucks so i can get some free parking free parking or, or or half a beer sometimes it seems like in some of those sports stadiums 1420 sports podcast four beer sports talk and a whole lot more 1420 Sports Podcast, four beer sports talking a whole lot more. Dave, the uh, NHL playoffs started tonight. A uh, couple of great games so far. The Leafs uh, went above and beyond what I thought they were going to do. The, everybody, the uh, the Whitefish and Fort McLeod selects, they thought the Leafs were going to uh, get swept four straight by the two-time defense Stanley Cup champion, Tampa Bay uh, Lightning, and that Vasilevsky was going to not allow a goal. And it turned out the other way around tonight. I know it's only one game. The Leafs, you know, they have a, uh, a long, long history of not winning a playoff round. So we're not going to counter chicken before their hats before we get into, into our predictions for the first round here, Dave. Uh, but uh, I was uh, at the garage pub after work, having my uh, usual after work beer and just uh, writing this down for the show. Turn my head up and I see that uh, guy used to be on Leper's television. Uh, he was known by the name of Eugene Principe when he was in Lethbridge uh, a thousand years ago. Now he just goes by the name of Gene. He seemed like, or he seemed like, he does seem like a good guy, but fuck me, Dave. That guy's a clown. Like I just, I can't. Between the cheesy lines and the costumes and the, the I, I get you got to have some kind of a, a personality and I get that you got to have your own, your own shtick to try to try to get noticed. But if you get noticed for all the wrong things all the time, isn't that the wrong way to go about it? Says the guy with the biggest fucking mouth in the room most of the time. But I think Eugene or G, I shouldn't say he goes by Gene. And do you remember him back in, in Lethbridge? TV? I know exactly who Gene Principe is. Like yeah. he was, he went by Eugene. Am I, am I wrong on that? I think you're right. Okay. But yeah, I do remember him being in Lethbridge. On Lethbridge TV on Global, or even yeah. just two and seven back he in the day. C- no, was he was Global. CTV. Yeah. CTV. Man, it just like his shtick, it just wears on me. I guess I could uh, just turn it off and not watch There's where I, I was going. Because the one for me is the one out of Calgary, Eric Francis. I think that guy's the biggest fucking horse's ass. He does things for clicks and to push uh, 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Start a journey, not a fad. Kick off your fitness journey with up to $500 off Peloton Bike, Bike Plus, or Tread packages. Choose the package that will take your training to the next level with accessories like our cycling shoes, heart rate band, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. Join now and you'll see why 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. All access membership separate. Offer ends January 8th, 2023. Excludes Bike, Bike Plus, and Tread Basics. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. Uh, push the buttons of people. Um, I, I, I saw on the Twitter machine, uh, he was given uh, Goudreau uh, congratulations on his 40-goal season. And then he got called out ridiculously by uh by flames fans because he's been a bit of a goudreau hater and like this kid doesn't have it he doesn't have what it takes and i don't know if the flames want to lock this kid up long term and he put up a heart trophy i don't care like a heart trophy type season i don't care i I don't care i'm not a fan of the flames but you know when when there's when when reporters are out there doing their thing and and saying things just to just to push the needle as opposed to honest and, and, and just the facts reporting. And he, he puts so much spit on it. He kisses so he kisses the ass of the owners. He's, he's such, he's such a psychophant for the, for the owners and that kind of thing. Um, I, I think he's a nozzle. Yeah, there's a couple of guys. Could we watch them? They're they're in our in our sound waves in our ears all the time. So that's two people. If you guys don't know who they are uh, throughout North America, listen to our show. Um, make make your own opinion. Don't don't let us sway your sway your thought process on on these two guys. But I I get sick of the co- the costumes and the stuff. And and he's on. It's like, oh, what the fuck's he doing now? It's I just find it nauseating. I, I guess but I can just turn my head, but whatever. But on the flip side, when you got somebody like uh, Jay Onright, who is so campy and ridiculous and over the top, he makes me laugh every time I see him. You but know, he's like not Jay trying. Onright. He's just funny. He's funny and he's he's shameless. Like, you yeah. know, like the way he does his things. He's so like funny. you and me. We're just funny. Just funny. Yeah, we're not trying. We don't want clickbait. Well, like heaven forbid we go viral one day on something. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, Dave, this, like I said, the Stanley Cup championship started tonight. The uh, the race to 16 wins. It's uh, the the first round to me is always the best round that there is. There's so much going on. The te- the games have so much more excitement. Every play means so much more. Every save it, they start to drag a little bit in the mid mid round, the third round. But the first, especially the first round. And the first few games of the first round are really exciting, and you get into it, and the, the fans are into it, and like the, like the, the tonight in Toronto, especially in Canada here, where we haven't been able to. Uh, a couple of years ago, we had the bubble games, and last year the games were in front of no fans in Canada. So tonight in Edmonton, there was a huge crowd as always, and then in Toronto, another huge crowd, and people are actually in their seats when the game started. Uh, these Canadian teams, they're going to see something they haven't seen in a few years. And we'll add Calgary into, 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 the, into the circle tomorrow night. Dave, do the three Canadian teams who are in the playoffs, do they have a, a bit? Because And game one, to me, is, is very important. It sounds really stupid, really easy. But, man, you want to win game one at home because you can go on the road and you can be done pretty quick. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're completely right. Like they, That's one of the – the old sports idioms, I believe, is what it's called. Like yeah, a playoff series re- really hasn't started until the home team loses. And you don't want to be the first one to lose at home, right? And especially game one, right? Like then all of a sudden you're gripping sticks and the fans, the, the you got to give the fans a reason to cheer. You got to give the fans belief and hope. And 
and especially in the playoffs, there's so much emotion involved and, and the, the buildings are just electric. There's, there's nothing like, nothing. NFL, sorry, like NHL. There's nothing like it. There's the nothing like it's, it. It's, it's you got really the close, you got the enclosed buildings and they're smaller than, than hockey or than, than football and basketball and, and everything else. And, and NFL, obviously, and, and baseball. And you got 20,000 lunatics or sometimes 15,000 people just going bananas. And then hockey, where it's it's such a, I don't want to say religion, because that's a dirty word. Most times you talk about religion now, but hockey is such a religion in our country. And you saw it tonight in Toronto. You see it in Edmonton tonight. Like I said, you can see it in Calgary tomorrow night. The three Canadian teams, they uh, they have a definite home ice advantage, which can go away really quickly. Dave, um, like I said earlier on, the boys from Fort McLeod, we all thought Tampa was going to win that series in four. The the Leafs, I, I, I the Leafs won tonight five nothing. Uh, I don't think that series is anywhere close to being over. Let's let's start there tonight because there's one game done and in the history books. Dave, where do you see that series going? Who do you think is going to win that series? We'll we'll keep tallies. When the first round is over, we'll we'll redo it all again for the second round and see how we did. Believe it or not, I kind of hope the Leafs win. I won't believe it until it's done. If the Leafs don't win in five, Tampa wins this in seven. So Leafs in five or Tampa in seven. How's that? That's all right. I I still think Tampa, like to do the old Ric Flair, uh, to, be, to be the best, you got to beat the best. And I don't know if the uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs have it. I think uh, but with the loss tonight, Vasilevsky is going to come back with a, a stronger performance. He wasn't very good tonight at all. Uh, and he's uh, the best goaltender, the best target in the world. And I said he's going to come back and, and improve his series. But I, can, I think that's what's going to come down to in that one because I, I um, end of the day, uh, you have a goal scorer one and goal scorer two will cancel it out. But a goaltender, uh, they, they'll win series. There's a reason why most times the Conn Smythe Trophy winner is usually a goaltender. And Vasilevsky's the best goaltender in the world, and he'll out-goal 10 Campbell. I'm going to go uh, Tampa and seven in this one. Next up, Dave, we'll go with uh, – let's move on to uh, possibly the best hockey team on the planet, I think, uh, the Colorado Avalanche versus the Nashville Predators. Uh, Colorado, that McKinnon's on, on a bit of a mission. He's a hell of a player. Caleb McCarr is one hell of a defenseman. Uh, Nashville, they're kind of on that. They're on that Vancouver Canucks of the two, early 2000s, Never Neverland, where they're good enough. So they make the playoffs every year, but they don't really have a whole bunch. That's my thought. I think Colorado wins this one in about five. I, I 100%. Nashville's goalie hurt hurt themselves on like the last game of their second to the last game of the season. High ankle sprain. Um, it's not Niemi. It was Niemi. No, I forget who it is. They don't. But nonetheless, yeah, juicy something finish. Something finish. It has an eye in it. Nonetheless, I I'm I'm with like you. Radlinski got a five. He's got an eye in it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I think Colorado should make quick work of Nashville. Five games. Uh, one game to end tonight. We'll get to another one. And uh, so it's our one, one game's up one to nothing. Uh, here's the other one, Dave. I think that the Boston Bruins are kind of on and they got three, probably hall of famers there. Uh, but I think the Boston Bruins are kind of on the way out of their glory years. And they're they're They got them, some great players with Marchant and Bergeron and, and, and the like. But I, I think that Carolina is right there and coach Rod Brindamore He's got those guys rolling since he took over there. I think Carolina is about – I'll give Boston a couple wins just because uh, th- that team won't go down lightly. But I got the Boston Bruins being beaten by the Carolina Hurricanes in six – five and a half, six kind of deal. You know what I mean? Like it's just one of those that – like overtime game five or a game six win. I'll take Carolina in five. I think uh, Carolina holds serve. Um, they steal game four and they'll finish it off game five back at home. They don't want to go back and forth because that Boston team has been so good for so long. And some people might think they've underachieved with the talent that they've had on that team for the last decade. Should they um, have more cups? I mean, it's fucking hard to win a Stanley Cup. It's so hard to win a Stanley Cup, but you know, 
those Kings, you can't like who, like maybe instead of the Blues, I don't know, like who else was? They weren't better than Chicago. They weren't better than the Kings. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know, like Pittsburgh, right? Like it's yeah, yeah. It's it's tough. Um, one thing that caught my eye this weekend, Dave, and it's been they've been kind of on cruise control for the last uh, three weeks or so. The Florida Panthers. They won the President's Cup, and then when they when they clinched it, there wasn't a celebration. Other than getting home ice advantage to the playoffs, Dave, which doesn't really mean anything because the last 18 out of the last 20 President's Cup winners have not won the Stanley Cup, is winning the President's Cup, is it? What's it even mean? It's it's a title and it's an accomplishment and good for you, but no one cares. No one, no one, there's so the no player, I don't think the players can get a bonus for that anymore. Why would they? For doing their fucking job? Well, there used to be something before salary caps. There was bonuses for everything, right? You get 10 goals, you get a fucking bonus. But there was something oh, okay. back in the day. Yeah, like, yeah, it is a big whoop because it's like, who cares? Like, who does care? So I think, but they are a good team. Um, came up against uh, Tampa Bay. I think they, that's who they lost to the last two years, no? Um I think they're going to make quick work of uh, the Caps. I think uh, Florida wins this one in five. Yeah, I got you there. Like, like even maybe even a four-game sweep with the Ovechkin kind of on, on the mend a little bit. Uh, the, this might be another end of an era with you got uh, Malkin, and uh, who's the who's the other, and and you got uh, Crosby. Crosby's signed long term, but Chris Latang, he's kind of last year his deal. It's maybe the end of an era in Pittsburgh. I think that they're actually going to do something with, with the players this year. I'm not going to say they win the Stanley Cup, but I can see them beating uh, Shosturkin because, I mean, Shosturkin's been the best goalie in the National Hockey League this year. But I think Pittsburgh's going to go, going to go out with a bang. I see Pittsburgh winning this, this one in seven. Yeah, I'll take Pittsburgh to beat the Rangers in six. Um, Rangers are a team on the up and up. You got to you gotta learn how to win, though, and this is this – Core's first time in the playoffs. Um, they're not battle tested. We'll f- we'll find out really quickly. But I I think Pittsburgh takes care of the Rangers. St. Louis, Minnesota. Uh, current like uh, not not the Stanley Cup champion not too long ago. The the ghost of glory. Laura Laura Brannigan are still out there. Uh, great uh, goal song that they got. Um, St. Louis, Minnesota. Minnesota works hard. Their coach is fantastic. I'm going to give Minnesota this one in probably five games. Uh, managed by uh, former Oiler great uh, Bill Guerin, who I like to had a lot of sandpaper to his game. I liked um, him as an Oiler. Oh, same, same. I, I my only uh, slam against him was that he was an American. Uh, the we love Americans, though, Dave. We do love Americans, <laughs> but in our hockey, I prefer a leaf to a bar or a star. So, uh, and I've also, I also have fondness for, for the blues. I think the blues are going to take this one in six. I think the blues will beat Minnesota, even though I I've always, I've never really liked Minnesota as a franchise. Thanks to Jacques Lemaire. When that team, that franchise first came in, I understand they don't play that boring style of hockey anymore. But it takes a lot to get away from that thought process. Right, and I think the Blues, um, with my fondness for them, my historic fondness, as well as this might be the guys that won the Stanley Cup three years ago saying, like, you know, like this is probably our last chance to be a good team and still have a lot of guys that can win two together. So that's why I'm taking the Blues in this one. We'll get into our hometown province. The two Alberta teams haven't been to Stanley Cup. To, like they, man, it would have been nice to see them match up in the first round. Maybe they'll get find a way to meet up in the playoffs. Well, let's start with uh, you're a team that's near and dear to your heart, the Calgary Flames. I'm kidding around. I know you're not a Flames guy, but Calgary, Dallas, uh, Sutter's just a better coach. The, that uh, line with uh, Kachuk and Goudreau and the like. Uh, and they got the, one of the best goaltenders going right now. Calgary makes short work of Dallas, four straight. I think it's just sweet. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you five, but I'm on the same I'm on the same line. I think Calgary is a superior team to Dallas, and they should make short work of this one. Edmonton, L.A., um, 
it's three, three going into the third period of the first of game one. Uh, there's still some battle tested guys, some Stanley cup winners on that LA team. I, I don't know if they got the legs to, to beat to the Connor McDavid show and the Leon Dreisaitl show. Uh, but I still have my doubts about for some reason about, I think Jonathan quick can, can steal a game or two. Uh, I'm going to say Edmonton in six, just because I think that the, uh, the big two are going to overpower LA. I agree. It all comes down. If Edmonton gets B plus goaltending from Mike Smith, um, they, they, they are a C tonight. So you might get a B plus later on, but wow, there you go. So that means he's due for a B. Uh, or an A minus later on, but you know, I I would say Edmonton wins this series in five before seven. But Edmonton, Edmonton in I'm gonna yeah, let's just say Edmonton in five. We were really close on all our predictions, Dave. So there's a good chance we're gonna be wrong on 100 of these. We wouldn't put these things on boat Bodog. We guarantee we lose because we were like we were just about 100 uh, percent uh, the same on mo- most of our predictions. But anyways, we'll uh, we'll see how the next week and a half, two weeks progresses. The first week or the first round of playoffs is it's great to watch. The excitement levels is at high right across our country and in the, the hockey markets across the state. So, <coughs> excuse me, one more. <coughs> excuse me. Well, the, the hockey excitement gets huge this time of year until you get into the, uh, the later on to the spring when it gets too, actually too nice to, to think about watching hockey. That's the one thing, Dave, and yeah, there was the COVID this year. Years ago, the playoffs were done. May 15th. I know things are different now. Does that hurt hockey that their playoffs drag into June? I think so. Yeah. What I think hockey should do, I should, I should think, I should think, I do think um, they should play those home games back to back. Get it over with. Get it over with. They do it during the fucking season. Let's, let's just go. And I understand you want to stagger games, but there's going to be games on every fucking night from here till July 5th anyways. So let's fucking put the pedal to the metal. Let's, let's get this shit going on. They should play back-to-backs on home. Because you're not – I don't think you're gaining more fans, Dave, by, by dragging it out. Because if you're watching, you're probably watching. You're not gaining more fans maybe in the market that if the team is advancing. But I don't think you're gaining more fans in the fact that if – I have golf league, or if I have softball, or if I have baseball, or you have Jasper's baseball, or this or that or the other thing, or it's just too fucking nice on a Saturday afternoon to watch a hockey game. I'm probably not watching a hockey game. Like if it's Carolina and let's and pick a team in the Stanley Cup Finals and Nashville, I'm probably not watching regardless. I got shit to do. Yeah. I'll look. Uh, yeah, I'll look at some highlights, and I'm definitely gonna. If it's a Tuesday night. If it's a Tuesday night, we got nothing going on. I, I might tune in, but it's not high in my events. Exactly. And then if the cup's in the building, I might watch that game as well. Like, I'll, like if, if I can, if I don't have shit to do. But, you know, springs, spring, summer's here, and, and I got shit to do outside. I can't be in front of a fucking TV screen every time, every night. I will catch the montage at some point. Oh, yeah. No matter what. Anyways. CBC does the best montage. Best montage. Anyways, 1420 Sports Podcast. Four of your sports talking a whole lot more. Are you thinking of going to a game or a concert in the coming days ahead? Or do you already have tickets and want to upgrade where you're sitting? It's simple. Go to SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. They have tickets for all sports going on right now, as well as concert tickets to shows throughout North America. And to make things even better, use promo code 1420POD, that's 1420POD, and receive 20 bucks off your first purchase. Once again, that's promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. 1420 Sports Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more. Dave, this weekend, our, our good friend Luke Davis, he was in charge of tunes not only in the dressing room, but around the fire afterwards. He did an admirable job for, for the most part, but every once in a while he played something that not the entire team didn't agree with, and so he was told to uh, to skip it, play it again, or repeat it. Um, we'll we'll play that game here tonight, Dave, because being, being a DJ with a, a group of friends, uh, because a lot of times, Dave, you, you, you play what you want to hear and you don't really care a whole bunch what your, what your uh, 
what your cohorts want to hear, and you might fall victim to uh, some ridicule. Dave, when you're in charge of tunes, is it you yourself or or the uh, or the crowd you're trying to please? What's the uh, what's going on? I want everybody to enjoy themselves, like, and that's that's what I want. But I will. I don't believe in. that. Oh no, it's completely true. I, I, it, it's not so much even the pressure of DJing. I don't, I don't mind. I don't care. I don't want the constant attention because I got shit to do when I'm at a party, right? I, I want more to do than mind the tunes, and so that's that's the one thing. I, I don't want to be missing out because it's like, oh, fuck, I got to put a couple more songs in the queue. That's what I don't like. But, you know, uh, even when I go on my phone, if I just go most played and hit shuffle, it's uh, I got a decent chance of keeping the crowd happy, I think. But that's the tricky thing that like that, that's because you like those. So you, if you have like minded friends and most of the time you'll be OK. But if yeah. it's a if it's a new group, you don't know what you're getting yourself into. Dia Dia, because Deanne has playlists for all sorts of different things. She's got more time in her hands than I do. Um, I have maybe one or two playlists. One I made for for the marathon we did, not marathon, the the ten k. I call it the marathon, the the ten k we did a few a few years back. So I, I have a playlist for that, twenty five or so songs. So it kind of worked out for 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 my goal. But Dave, play, skip, repeat. It's kind of like trade release sign that we've done the show a number of times, but play, skip, repeat. I name a song. You tell me if you're playing, skip, and repeat. Pretty simple. I got you. We play, like I think I mentioned, like when we when we go on family road trips, we'll just put it on the phone and just shuffle all. And then if, so between Kaylee, Jasper, and myself, if two people say skip, that song gets skipped, no matter how much person three likes that song. So it's, 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 egalitarian and it works okay here we go i got one i've never been got this is a skip all day for me i've never understood it i've never it's it's uh, it's not my thing i don't know how it became a thing for people my vintage and and younger it's an older song uh but johnny cash ring of fire oh repeat man that one that was an oldie but a goodie for me that was a jukebox when I'm a, when I'm around, I've put that on jukebox when I've been around people that I'm not completely, I don't know the vibe. That will be one of my tests of water songs is, is Ring of Fire. I don't love it. I like it. And so, yeah, it's, it's, it's a never skip. Ring of Fire is never skip. One that, uh, how I got this idea today was on the radio or on the, the Twitter machine that we actually heard on the radio the other day, and there, there was a conversation about it, and, and the guy talking to us said he's played it probably t- 75,000 times in his life. He's an old radio guy from the 70s. Uh, this is another one I've never really understood. Um, Stairway to Heaven, Led Zeppelin. Play, skip, repeat. Play. Play. And that's it. Like, there's no repeat. It's such a long song. It's a bit of a masterpiece. I will give it that. But, uh, like, when I hear it once, like, what, once, twice a year, I might hear it. That's enough. Because you're not a big terrestrial radio guy, right? Like, you don't have the, like, you don't play the radio a whole bunch. Like, the FM. No, no, like, no, 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 no. You're, no, you're, no, you're no. always your, your own playlists and things like that. You hit it's on your ears or anything else on your uh, ear pods or whatever. I have a podcast and stuff like that. But when I'm doing, uh, I, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts, but when, when I am hanging and, and choose radio, it's, it's usually a, a satellite or a streaming radio station that, and it's, it's never today's hits. Uh, one that was a, a, a hit back in 1988 day. I think we brought it up the other night, but what was better, uh, a better year for music, 84, 88. Play, skip, repeat. Rick Astley, never going to give you up. Skip. That song's dead. Put it away. I, I, I liked it when it came out and the whole Rickroll thing on YouTube, that like and getting Rickrolled and, and that kind of thing. That's that's run its course too. So when I hear that uh, Sinto drum beat, I'm hitting the skip button. 
It's not I'm, a very good song. I'm 30, 70. Like, I will 70% of the time turn that off. Yes. Yeah, or so I guess I'm 70, 30. Yeah, I just, it's, I, I've kind of had her too. If I'm in the, if I'm in the, the, the grocery store, I don't have my headphones on, I'll probably listen and I'll probably hum a few, few bars because it's on, but I'm not, I'm not hunting it out. Yeah, it doesn't offend me. I, I, it's no uh, Kokomo, that's for sure. But uh, it's it, that song is tired, and you know, thirty-five years is a good fucking run. That's a so. good run. Uh, one that got a little bit of play play this weekend uh, a couple times. An old uh, Fort McLeod arcade classic. Uh, so the Fort McLeod Slugs had it going on. ACDC play, skip, repeat shook me all night long and is that their best tune uh we'll play that um you know there really isn't much to just uh to discern between um shook me all night long back in black and Hell's Bells. It's the exact same fucking song. I like Highway to Hell. Highway to Hell, same thing. That gets repeat in my world. That's oh, that's I a good tune. tune but what I don't like is uh season ticket on a one-way ride. Oh, Thunderstruck's terrible. I think Thunderstruck is just cash and checks, right? Like that's what that song is. Um but yeah, like Back in Black has their like their uh, sorry Back in Black, uh, ACDC has like their four or five songs which are absolutely interchangeable. I will play it, um, but if I hear another one, like I could I never listen to an ACDC album front to back. Then I couldn't. Yeah, it'd be tough to do back to back to back ACDC songs this stage of my life. It's yeah, yeah, they're all kind of the is, same because it's the same song. Uh, let's we'll do something it. more. Uh, 1990, I think it was. Uh, Dave and I, I like man, this song kind of makes me smile a little bit. I don't, I, I don't mind it. I think I still know know the words. Vanilla Ice, Ice Baby, Skip. That's Queen's song. Under Pressure is Queen's song, and it's one of the greatest songs of Queen. Vanilla Ice can just skip. Skip. Let's do a couple more here. One band that I I I didn't understand why they were so big. I, I'm probably gonna get annihilated on this one, but and I just did. I don't get it. Their their big hit, original hit for uh, in my vintage was uh, oh, can fight for your right to party. And I kind of I'll listen to it. I'm skipping halfway through probably. But the other one that I hear. Used to hear on much music. Every once in a while, you hear it on a uh, uh, a uh, Sirius XM station or something else. Sabotage by the Beastie Boys. I'm skipping that thing 101 times out of 100. I'm skipping it 90 times out of 100. I don't get the Beastie Boys either. I don't understand it. Fight for your right to party is a. I hated it the first fucking time I heard it when I was 16 years old. It's ridiculous. Oh it's yeah, absolutely ridiculous. I don't, I don't, I, I, I've never got it. So many people love it, and I guess I can respect their catalog and how much. I don't get it. I, I, I kind of don't get it. Like when I say kind of, I just really don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, I, I don't get it. Um, two more. Sweet Caroline, Neil Diamond. Um, you know, probably 20 years ago, that might have even been a repeat. But I'll just listen to it now. I won't, you know, I, I even, given the bad, given the, the wrong circumstances or what have you, I might skip it. I would never skip it in a group because someone's going to like that. And I don't want to rob somebody of joy. But, you know, it's... <laughs> I, I went to Neil Diamond. I saw that fucking seventy-three-year-old motherfucker playing, uh, like, play the Saddle Dome live. It was, it was fun. He was wearing like a lilac, fucking kind of silk, 
jumpsuit slosh pajamas. His voice was still nails. Well, I'm going to Red Sox hat on too. Fucking loser. No, he did not. He did not. But he's a horn dog. He was making, he was cracking some jokes to about uh, guys trying to lay the lady down and stuff. And that, which I appreciated. And like I said, his voice was dynamite. So I will, I will, I'll keep listening to Sweet Caroline. Last one day for the night. I was made for loving you by Kiss. Ah, skip. Skip. Kiss is so. Kiss has a time and place. I don't mind them. I I I, I don't mind them. Beth, you know what? Actually, Beth would be the Kiss song I skip first. Really? Beth can fucking jam it. That's yeah, I don't like that song, song either. Yeah. Um, I saw Kiss uh in Calgary whatever years ago and then they uh they came through town again and i went to kiss again exact same fucking show exact same fucking well, if, show. If, if you're going to get surprised by kiss then you're gonna be surprised because you're not gonna be surprised right then the first show I had <laughs> that makes any sense this, yeah but uh, the second time i went with a buddy that wasn't able to get tickets the first time so i, I had a good time and it was it was definitely the law of diminishing returns was was huge with them. It was the exact same fucking show. And you know what? I, I can, I'll, and I'll tip my hat to them, give the crowd what they want. And they're 60 years old and still putting asses in the seats. Oh, so. They're closer to 80, man. They're getting to 75 anyways. Like, they're, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're getting them. old. Yeah. No, I, I get it. I like, I like this. Like, I not a whole, like, I... There's probably a dozen songs that I could take. They've got a huge catalog. There's a dozen songs I like, six that I love, uh, but the rest I could probably skip. You lick know, it just, up. I like Lick It Up, Heavens on Fire. I like a lot. I think yeah. that was one of the first tours I went to was the Heavens on Fire World Tour, the Sports Flex from Lethbridge. Uh, me and Ninja and Aaron Platts went to that one. My mom dropped us off at the front at the front step in the Sports Flex there and said, have fun, boys. We're like, I think I was 10. They like, all right, here we go. <laughs> so, anyways, that's a lot of fun. Anyways, Dave, uh, we're at show 198, 199 coming up on Thursday. We'll figure out when we're gonna do 200. It's Mother's Day this weekend. If your mother's still around, make sure you get you get get them some flowers. You take care of them because they've been taking care of you even to this day. It doesn't matter how old you get, your mom always takes care of you. Moms always love you, and you know what? Uh your mom's your mom because that's what she said. You know that's your dad because that's what your mom told you. <laughs> Whatever that meant. Anyways, <laughs> the 1420 Sports Podcast, four mirror sports talking a whole lot more. Take care of each other, but more importantly, take care of yourself to need you around. Keep your stick on the ice. And what else, Dave? No high pitches to be swung at, Jim. Take care of yourself, Jimmy. Hope things are well, buddy. Enjoy the playoffs, folks. Uh, first night's been fantastic. Talk to you on Thursday night. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.